Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, yes, drop the subject here with you on this fine Friday to help get you into your weekend. I am Allie Johnson, and I'm hanging out with Char Giselle today. Welcome, Char. Hey, Allie. Good afternoon. It's so nice to get some female energy up in here. Yes. I had this yesterday with uh, Shira and myself. No way. They let two women on the radio together? Yes. That is crazy. And Shira they... and Char. Shira and Char, and now <laughs> Allie and Char. I'm very excited. Uh, men, can't live with them, so I don't. Uh, we have a lot of exciting stuff to get to today. We actually are talking to, we're, we have a very interesting interview today. We will be talking to the son of, uh, the gay son of one of the women who is trying to get that straight pride parade going in Modesto. Mm. So that'll be an interesting part of the show. And he's gay, right? He's gay, yeah. He's gay, oh, yeah. and so there's a lot of uh, history there, and it'll be very, very interesting. I just, I always say I would never go to Modesto anyway, <laughs> so I don't understand why that's uh, going to be a big draw, but all kinds of exciting things. I'm excited to talk to you, Char, because by most of the guys that come on the show are not a fan of cats, and none of them watch Orange is the New Black, and you are a fan of both. Yes. And well, you, cats. Mm. No, you told me off the air that you oh, used to oh, have cats. I thought that you were talking about the musical cats. No, no. <laughs> oh lord, that would be. I'm like, <laughs> if we could just talk about the musical cats all day, that's what it's going to be. Yes, as, as far as a domestic cat, yes, I adore cats. Okay, okay, yeah. good. Um, and we were talking in the green room before we came on today about uh, Orange Is the New Black, which you have binged and finished. Mm-hmm. I am about halfway through, and uh, it's it's. Every single year when it comes back, which I guess this is the last one, uh, when I start watching it, I will have lesbian sex dreams. Really? During it, yeah. About the characters? Really uh, not necessarily. Sometimes, okay. but sometimes they're just lesbian-y prison dreams. And, okay. I, and I'm like, yeah, bring on the lesbian sex <laughs> dreams. It's like lesbian Christmas. It's so exciting. But this season is really interesting because it makes me think about the question of how much current events should be in a show in general because this season is very, very jam-packed with things that are real things oh, yes. that are happening in the world right now. There's an entire ICE storyline, mm-hmm. the detainees, uh, which is really, really intense. There's a bunch of gender pay gap stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of toxic masculinity stuff. There's a Me Too movement storyline in there. And while... Substance abuse... Substance abuse, exactly. There's a lot of fentanyl, yeah, things like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, I'm enjoying the season, but it's been so jam packed with stuff that I read about every single day that I'm, I, I'm so on the fence, and I'm inter- interested to see what you think. Well, I'd venture to say that with a show like Orange Is the New Black, they've always been like that show to to push that envelope and kind mm-hmm. of stay to the pulse of of what's going on. Um, and I think, listen, it's everything is not for everyone, and every show doesn't need to go down this this lane. But they do a good job of balancing out the humor, finding the humor in things, but also making it so real that the emotion and the storylines are palpable. Oh, my emotions can't take it so yeah. much, but oh, it is gonna, important. You are going to cry. I cried every episode this oh. final season, except for the first. My one. wife said I can only handle one episode of these a day. 
Yeah, they're, she's it, like, they're that intense. is my quota. It's intense. But, intense. but there are laughs along the way. Yes. Uh, and of course, a little bit of lesbian sex. Not as much as I would like, but there's some. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a moment. When we get back, we're going to talk about all the crazy crap that's going on in Walmart right now. There's a lot of really scary and really infuriating updates about some changes or non-changes that they are making after the uh, after the horrible things that took place at one of the Walmarts this past weekend. Uh, so we'll get into that when we get back. You're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. <sighs> All right. Drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Char Giselle joins me today. Jarrett Hill is still out in Miami having a great time, but he will be back on Monday. And it's been a really rough week for America and for anybody who likes to keep up on what's going on in the world, you may click around and be like, oh my God, I can't even believe what I'm reading. And Walmart especially, man. I used to read about Walmart headlines and you're like, ah, oh, another weird naked person on a hover round drinking yeah. canned wine. This is great. And or now more, it's... more employees, you know, voicing how Walmart severely underpays them. Right, exactly. It's giving them 12 cents on the hour. Things like that. <laughs> and then now it's just gotten out of hand. And when this shooting happened in El Paso, everyone was wondering, how Walmart would react because Walmart sells guns in their store and their immediate reaction was absolutely not we're not going to stop selling guns in our store and everyone was like okay it was thoughts and prayers it they was, tweeted out thoughts and prayers yeah I and know. I said are you all kidding me I saw is there a glitch in the matrix what is going on I know and to have this happen so often and yes. to have the same reaction over and over and over again I think I saw an onion uh, headline the other day, earlier in the week that said a study finds that zero people are helped are saved by thoughts and prayers or something like that. Are you sure like, that was the onion and not real news? I, I mean, it's hard to tell the difference now. Yeah. But they have just announced, Walmart has just announced uh, that they are now telling all employees to take down displays that show violent video games, especially anybody shooting anybody else, as well as any graphic movies and hunting videos. So this is them clearly taking a step uh, in the direction of, hey, it's fine to have guns. It's the video games that are making everyone crazy crazy, uh, which this I feel is... like these reactions are so taboo and cop out at this point. The, the, the violent video game thing has been studied so many different times in so many different ways. And it's I mean, the, a lot of these shooters have been profiled now at this point and there are so many other criteria that have nothing to do with video games literally nothing or so, mental health if we're if we're keeping it a hundred or mental health and I just think that this is so uh dangerous to put out because the United States of America is not the only country with video games with questionable content but yet and still we're the only ones having mass shoot more mass shootings than we do days in the year yeah you know so it's just Walmart has shown their true colors at this point they have shown where their uh, allegiance lies where it comes to this this uh these gun sales and I'm disgusted and I have stopped shopping there personally. Yeah, I know. And I mean, that that brings a lot of questions for people. And it was something we will talk a little bit later about in the show is uh, there is now a user's guide to boycotting. 
how you can really? decide what to boycott. You can download apps to figure out where the companies that you uh, mm-hmm. are a consumer at, wh- where they fall in terms of politics, what uh, who, what people they support. Do they support Trump and things like that? It that The whole boycotting thing That's is... That's going to be dangerous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there is a, a really interesting story that just broke this morning. I believe it was this morning. It was this morning. About uh, a, a Walmart scare, about a guy who walked into a Walmart with a gun. With a gun, he had an assault rifle. So his name is Dmitry Andrecheko, I believe that's his last name. Uh, he's 20 years old, and this happened in Springfield, Missouri. Now, he walked into uh, Walmart wearing body armor and carrying a loaded rifle and more than 100 rounds of ammunition. Now, when I saw this story this morning... Um, I figured, because nothing happened, I figured that he was trying to make a statement, and that's indeed what he was trying to do. Um, So store employees pulled the fire alarm. They said he walked in and was filming himself on his phone. Of course, people are on edge. People are terrified and running out of the store. Store employees pulled the fire alarm to get people to flee, and as they did... Uh, Andre Checo, you know, Dimitri followed them outside. <laughs> He's like, oh, guess I should go out. I guess there's a fire. I, I guess, oh, Lord Jesus, there's a fire. Oh, should I do my cart? Leave it here? Or? Oh, exactly. Okay. So in the parking lot, he was detained by an off-duty firefighter uh, who was armed and held him at gunpoint. Now, the police chief of the city, well, police lieutenant Mike, Luke, Mike Lucas told journalists that Dimitri is actually lucky to be alive. He didn't put up a fight. He approached the, the officer with his hands up and it should be interested to note that Missouri is an open carry state but its laws do not prohibit gun owners from displaying their weapons in a threatening way. So this is the point that he was making is it's technically legal for me to do this everybody. I just got my assault rifle on my back. I'm just going picking up some groceries I'm just you know grabbing some hot dog buns going to a barbecue and I'm bringing I have my assault rifle with me. No one cares this is perfectly legal I can wear my body armor and, and throw my assault rifle on my back because because it's perfectly legal. No one's doing anything. There's no gun reform. I could have my 100 rounds of ammunition. I'm just coming in here for, like you said, yeah, fascinating. for my inflatable flamingo for the pool party. Exactly. So, Because I, I read this and I was like, oh man, I, I, you know, crisis averted. I can't believe it. And then now that you read the details, you're like, this is insane. I mean, that people are making w- these statements is important. I thought it might have been too soon. I'm like, oh, why Walmart? Maybe try yeah. a different business. But I think it's in particular Walmart because of what happened in because El Paso. Because you could literally pick up that gun yeah. and strap it on your back and walk, and walk around the store. Yeah. And they're not, no one's doing anything about this. People are yelling into the void about gun reform. Uh, Yeah. All right. Boycotting. A user's guide. There are apparently apps you can download. Are you going to boycott Equinox? Are you going to boycott SoulCycle? Are you going to boycott Walmart? Are you going to boycott a Chick-fil-A? Oh, but it's so delicious. How are you supposed to make these decisions? Well, there are now apps for that, of course, because we live in 2019. So we'll go over all of the guidelines to your present day boycotting experience. Don't go anywhere. We're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. We are being patient. So patient. (laughs) (laughs) And kind. And kind. All right. Jeez. (laughs) This is Drop the Subject. Allie Johnson and Char Giselle in for Jarrett Hill today. You know, I read this morning before I was coming in here... There was the headline about the first peek inside the Taco Bell Hotel. And I was like, wow, that's so awesome. I can't wait to see what's in there. And then Katie walked by my wife and she was like, oh, they support Trump's reelection. And I was like, don't. Damn it. Why did you have to ruin 
this for me. <laughs> and that's what's a bummer is that, you know, with these companies, you eventually figure out that they have affiliations or whatever. Yeah. And then and then you're like, so many things that I love mm-hmm. are now, quote unquote, off limits because you don't want to support somebody who's supporting him. Here is a list of companies supporting Trump's reelection. In and Out Burger, apparently. Is that what a hamburger is all about? No, not in my book. Those fries are a representation of that. I'll tell you that. Uh, Chick fil A. <laughs> the fries are very uh, Trump. You think so? <laughs> in taste, in appearance, in presentation. <laughs> the fries are trash at In and Out. Well, the fries will tell you they're the best fry you've ever had in your life. Ever. And, so just and like, I invented fries. Just like their president. <laughs> okay. Chick fil A, uh, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Wendy, Wendy's. KFC, Pizza Hut, Olive Garden, Olive Garden, Waffle House, IHOP, and Carl's Jr. Somebody has said, oh my God, I'm going to get so skinny just boycotting all of the things that are being, uh, that are, that are supporting Trump's reelection. And then on the other hand, you've got Equinox and Soul Cycle. So are you going to get fat? Or are you going to get skinnier? What is going to happen <laughs> to the human race? Start cooking your own meals, people. But these decisions are hard to make because yeah. you have to live your life. I mean, you would be boycotting everything, but the air you breathe yes. if you really did and it's like how much research do you want or need to do in order to figure out what you're going to support and what you're not going to support based on politics you know there's an old adage that says ignorance is bliss and it truly right? is there yeah. are some of these things that I could have gone the rest of my life without knowing I could have not read that list yeah and you then know, we could have all just got to Taco Bell and been happy for me I think that it's a, a bit disingenuous to think that corporate Corporations, or at least people at the top tier of the corporation, right, are not supporting Trump. Like, I, I expect them to, actually. Because any billionaire actually, would right, be. Right. Because expect, they're there for their financial Yes, gain. especially any, especially if, like, there's a white man at the head of the... I expect that. Yeah. In America, are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, just a few apps that you can download to help you make this uh, decision process a little easier. Goods Unite Us, it's a women-owned application, offers several different tools that allow you to investigate the politics of your favorite companies. Uh, Let's see, got another one here. Bicot, the Bicot app, allows you to take more product-oriented approaches to seeing that the, the politics behind consumer goods. So all of these apps you can download to help you make your decisions. You can actually scan barcodes. And you have to be discerning. You really do. Because yeah. like you said, you can't, You j- we don't have the bandwidth to boycott everything. So I think that it's it a case by case. It would take me seven case. hours to go shopping. It's a case by case situation. Like, uh, SpaghettiOs or off yeah. brand, I don't know, Safeway Select. What are your politics? Especially, I don't know. I'm so hungry. Especially if you're calorie counting, you'd be in <laughs> trouble, know. you know. We need to be able to make these decisions. Okay. We're going to take a moment. When we get back, we're going to do the headline selection of News It or Lose It. And there's, a, there's, a lot of great headlines here, so you're going to want to stick around for that. You're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Lots of fun things in store on Drop the Subject as you get into your weekend. Uh, news it or lose it, story uh, story selection, headline selection is about to commence. You know, Char, since we are on half the time on Fridays, we do a sort of a hybrid news it or lose it, where I will present three stories to you, you will present three stories to me, and then we will use the bell and our words to decide news it or lose it. All right, where is the bell? Where the hell is the bell? I don't even Come see on, it. Bell me. 
<laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is the sad bell. Oh, this is oh, the bell. Okay. <laughs> All right, great. News it or lose it. Get your bell. All right, everyone has a bell. Okay, we got it. <laughs> News it or lose it. Here we go. <laughs> Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Also, before the end of the show, we will be revealing the nominees for Gayest News Headline of the Week. You know, we read these headlines all week long, and sometimes we're like, that sounds super gay. Sometimes it is gay, sometimes it's absolutely not. It just sounds like it is. So we'll do uh, this week's nominees before we get out of the show today. And then we will also have an interview with Matthew Mason, who is the gay son of one of the women who's trying to start that fun, straight pride parade in Modesto. Doesn't that spell fun? <sighs> F-U-N. Didn't they already try that in Boston or something? Yeah, yeah. I guess that is another trend that's spreading. But uh, let's get to some fun stuff right now. News it or lose it. Here are the three headlines I have selected for you, Char. I will read them one by one. You decide, news it or lose it. All right. Okay. New data leak reveals which White House staffers are looking for threesomes. Oh, we're newsing that. (laughs) All right. Headline number two. Hot new trend alert. Poisoning your son's wife. Mm. Apparently it's a new trend, just like the bottle cap challenge. Let's trend that. All right. And then finally, yet another study news about what, what'd you say? I said, let's trend that, but I meant news it. Let's <laughs> trend that. Uh, yet another study about why your cat might hate you. Uh, we can lose that. Okay. Apparently it has something to do with when you call your cat by its name. It knows its name. It's just ignoring you on purpose. Did you ever used to watch the show My Cat from Hell? Yes. Ooh. My gosh. Okay, are you ready for me? I'm ready. All right. So, first story. Kid Rock trashes Taylor Swift's politics in blindingly sexist dig. Uh, This is so hard for me because it's going to make me so angry. But I'll news it. All right. Drinking three or more cups of coffee a day may trigger migraines. You know, I actually came in with a bit of a migraine this morning, and I am in the middle of drinking coffee. So I think for my own self-serving benefit, news it. All right. And my final story. After injury, man learns his penis is turning to bone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how is that possible? Or is this just a weird erection story? Mm. No, I saw the x-ray, and it is not a shy x-ray. Really? I can believe the New York Post posted it. I said, uh, oh my gosh. Okay. This is a little explicit. Yeah, it doesn't seem very New York Posty. Uh, all right, sure, why not? All Newsing right. all three of your stories, Char. All righty. Okay, so we're getting to those three, followed by uh, the hot new trend of poisoning your son's wife, and yet uh, and a new data leak that reveals which White House staffers are looking for threesomes. That's going to be good. Yeah, I wonder if they're on the field app. So we'll talk about all that <laughs> when we get back. You're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. I'm on the yellow one now. The the orange one has self-destructed. I'm moving <laughs> on to a different microphone. There are 17 in here, so hopefully one of them will not fall apart. This is Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson, and in for Jarrett Hill is Char Giselle. But I'm told we have somebody on the phone. Who the hell is this? Who the hell is this? This is Jarrett Hill from Drop the Subject. <laughs> I see. So you're filling in for your fill-in right now. Right. I'm filling in for the person filling in for me while I'm chilling out. Have you been? Ha- Don't you have better things to do than listen to this show? 
Well, so that's the joke, right? Like, usually when I'm out of town, I still listen to every show when I'm away. But I've been here at this conference in Miami, and so I haven't been able to listen. And I looked at the clock, and I was like, oh, I have a few minutes. Let me turn it on. And the first thing I hear, literally, is Char Jossel pitching a story (laughs) about coffee and migraines and then boners. And I thought... Where is Justin? What's going on? Well, because usually you would think that Ginger Justin would be pressing the dump button as soon as we mentioned the word boner. But he said that we technically can talk about boners and that he's he's going to he's going to loosen up a little bit. And Jarrett, the story is not about boners. It's about a man's penis turning into bone. (laughs) That's literally what I that's literally one of the first things I heard you saying and I thought, is Justin not working the dumb button anymore? Because there was, I, I just had to hear the story. <laughs> now you're making Justin nervous because we're talking about talking about boners. And Char mm, is correct. So it's not about boners. It's about bones. It's a medical condition, Jared. <laughs> okay, well, I, I will be listening to the story. I just thought it was hilarious. I hope you guys are having a great time. And I'll see you all on Monday. We'll see you on Monday for Boner Hour. (laughs) (laughs) I have a good show, you guys. Bye, Jared. Bye, Jared. All right. Let's get into the news that are losing stories now. Do you want to just get into this boner story? We can jump. Let's just just jump head first into penis bones. Let's get it over with. Let's get it over with, Justin says. All right. So have you ever... Had a penis? No. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Peyronie's disease? <laughs> no. Okay, well, listen. So there's a 63-year-old man who went to the ER for knee pain. Um, after this, is he fell on his rear end. Doctors were worried that he might have some additional broken bones. So they conducted a pelvic x-ray. Um Wait, and, okay, hold hold on a minute. Okay. He fell on his ass, yes. then went into the hospital for his knee. For knee pain. And then they found out that there was something wrong with his penis? Well, they did a pelvic <laughs> x-ray because they thought extra, you know, bones or whatever. So he told doctors that he was experiencing some pain in the pelvic region, but no symptoms such as like swelling or anything. Okay. So uh, it turns out that his penis is turning into bone. It's called penile ossification. And, you know, this is not uncommon it's i mean it is exceedingly rare but there are fewer than 40 published cases of this painful sounding phenomenon okay. even in those rare cases the hardening typically only affects part of the shaft but this unlucky patient showed signs of ossification on his entire you know situation down there well obviously i don't have one of these appendages but i would imagine that having one of those and then to be excited in public is an embarrassing thing. And it's probably extremely painful. They say that this is an effect of Peyronie's disease and Peyronie's disease, syphilis, gonorrhea and trauma can also cause bone cells to form within the the situation. Yeah. Okay, but my question is, is it, I mean, I don't know if you know the answer to this, Char, but if it's turning into bone, is it turning into erect bone or is it flaccid bone? I don't know. That just sounds like, ugh. Now he did say He's you know. He's going to have a notebook in front of him for the rest of his life? This listen, poor guy. I don't know how this factors in but he does have a history of alcoholism and walks with the cane. 
So maybe you all need to practice, you know, some safe procedures within the bedroom <laughs> and put the bottle down so you can not be number 41 in the Peyronie's disease epidemic. If you are experiencing an erection for more than three years, please call your doctor. <laughs> okay, quickly, let's talk about this White House staffer who is seeking threesomes, according to a data leak, before we have to take another break. This uh, is so on brand, by the way, for the current administration. I love it. Uh, you know, the idea of having a threesome always excites me. The idea of having a threesome in the White House is even more exciting, except for the fact that everyone in the White House right now sucks ass. Uh, so technology experts at Pen Test Partners say they were able to hack data from users of the, uh, the app 3Fun and found the software in use by one individual in the White House. Similarly, users could be tracked to the U.S. Supreme Court and to 10 Downing Street, the office of the United, uh, United Kingdom's prime minister. Mm. So there are a lot of people that are, you know, doing important, quote unquote, things in the White House and beyond who need a little fun on the side. Three three fun is an app I have not heard of. Yeah. You know, I'm not one for shaming what people do. And this is not uncommon for people to want threesomes. It just seems I don't know, I guess going hand in hand with this current administration and all the all the grabbing of women's private parts and all that comes with that, all the fast food of it all and alleged Russian parts. Prostitute. It's just, it's just, it just, it makes it so much seedier. Yes, yeah. Whereas it, there's no good clean threesomes being no, had. No, no wholesome threesomes. <laughs> yeah. it's just nasty. The, what I want to know is if this is somebody who is like, for example, straight white guy who is married and has kids, but oh, wants to have a threesome with another dude. That's what I want to know about if he's like on one side being like, down with gay people. They're de- they're well, no. an abomination. And then on the sly being like, I want to hook up with a dude. Maybe they're getting crafty because, you know, a few years ago they were famous for that uh, foot tapping in the bathroom stalls. What? You, you know, there were a lot of Republican congressmen. Well, I shouldn't say a lot, but there was a cute little handful that that was I guess that was like the code. In the, in tapping? The, like tapping your foot or crossing that threshold where your foot is in now the other person's <gasps> stall. It was a proposition for some type of sexual exchange. Oh, I feel so bad for they anyone who to accidentally did that. They were trying to be discreet. Oh, yes. But what if you just tap your foot when you, when well, you poop? Well... That's, that's appar- that a is whole... apparently an invitation amongst certain certain cir- circles. Interesting. <laughs> wow. I'm learning so much. See, we're teaching you all kinds of things on Drop the Subject, and there are many stories to come. We still have to talk about how the hot new trend is poisoning your son's wife, and, uh, and how coffee can give you migraines, and how Kid Rock sucks ass. So all that and more is on deck. Drop Just the Subject. Day. Just another day. <laughs> Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, drop the subject with Allie Johnson and filling in for Jarrett Hill today is Shar Jossel. We have much to get to. We're running out of time, so let's pick up where we left off with News It or Lose It. We've already discussed a man whose penis is turning into stone or bone. I'm not sure which. And uh, we also spoke about... What else the hell did we talk about? My short-term memory loss is getting the best of me. Uh, oh, I can't even remember either. What did we talk about? Oh, the oh, st- uh, sta- White House staffers that are looking for threesomes. Yes. Okay. 
Now let's talk about the hot new trend of poisoning your son's wife. Apparently, there are more than just the bottle cap challenge going around, and uh, it's getting more and more popular to slip toxic chemicals into your kids' significant other's porridge or drink or whatever it is. Uh, This story is crazy. This is one of the most recent ones that unfolded. Um... As if the world didn't feel unsafe enough, a very alarming trend has emerged on the internet this week that suggests you need to be very careful about what you eat around certain family members. So Slate's advice column, Dear Prudence, which is uh, written by someone named Emily Yoff, um, who, okay, hold on one second. This is the she mushroom was, okay, story, so she right? Answered a, she answered a... Um, an advice in a, an advice column thing with somebody who felt that their mother-in-law was poisoning her by suggest uh, so she sorry hold on she's getting she feels that she's getting poisoned by her mother-in-law this woman is married and she was getting sick so to, the, to she took the advice of dear prudence which was to switch her dinner plate with her husband's without telling anybody then the husband got violently ill <laughs> after she switched the plates then he accused her of trying to kill him. What? Revealing that he may have been in on it the whole time. So that story is wild. And uh, apparently this is something that is happening more often? Yes, I literally just read a story on The Cut about someone, a woman who is like gravely allergic to mushrooms, like carries an EpiPen, got stretched, slapped onto a stretcher at one point in time and was convulsing and everything. And the mother-in-law is like incorporating mushrooms into like the the recipes and it's driven this divide like she put mushroom powder in the mashed potatoes at a family dinner saying that it's a new recipe that she heard and it's it's driving a wedge between the husband and his sibling and his family because it's like listen Uh, you know that I am gravely ill to this and the the mother-in-law was making like snide remarks a lot of the time so they started incorporating a lot of mushrooms into the family dinners and I'm like girl file a police report yeah I mean you have to (laughs) this is stuff that I feel like you read about or you see on forensic files and then you're like oh you know I feel like this stuff doesn't happen so much anymore but apparently people are going old school with poisoning yeah exactly and I guess in this case the woman is now divorcing the husband because she's like yeah I don't want to get poisoned by your mom or you thanks a lot yeah in that instance I'd have to divorce him too for you're not standing by me and taking my side and you think I'm trying to poison you like you're in on it right exactly and i think that um with with this stuff like if you i think that it's happening because people are just getting too polite nowadays they're not talking to each other face to face Mm -hmm. you know you don't have these conversations so you're like oh i don't know what to do this is getting too awkward i'm just gonna poison her food do people not think about the repercussions of this like you want to be silly and poison someone's food that could potentially jeopardize their life, right? And now the rest of yours is ruined because someone went to sleep and didn't wake up because you put visine in their chicken noodle soup. <laughs> like it's stupid. It's silly, right? And irresponsible. <laughs> Very irresponsible. There are other ways that you can. If, have people never seen Monster in Law starring Jane Fonda and Jennifer Lopez? I mean, I there base my t- life story on it. There are tons of ways that you could, you know, you could do those antics if you don't like. <laughs> you can get real Ben Stiller about it. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, what else we got, Char? So Kid Rock is trashing Taylor Swift in an obviously sexist dig. He tweeted randomly Taylor Swift wants to be a Democrat because she wants to be in movies. P. 
period. And it looks like she will suck the doorknob off Holly Weird to get there. Oldest move in the book. Good luck, girl. Kid Rock. Well, I'm so tired of him. Uh, yeah, I, I think that he has been irrelevant for many, many years at this point. And then you just hear about him popping up because he says something ridiculous. And, and misogynistic. Like, oh, yeah, Kid Rock. Oh, no. Yeah, he sucks. He attacked within the past like three years. He's attacked Beyonce for no reason. He's attacked Joy Behar on The View for no reason. Like he is awful. Yeah. I can't believe back in my MTV days, back when I was in middle school, I, you know, the TRL days, I'd be like, okay, oh, Kid Rock. Ba with the ba? Yes. What a jam. Yes. And I'm like, ugh, trash him now. He's he's just vile to me. I can I cannot deal with his politics. And then you want to add a heaping scoop of misogyny on top of that. I don't have time for that. And he's making me defend Taylor Swift. And we all know that I'm not necessarily a fan. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm mad about that, too. If I'm siding with Taylor Swift, then there's <laughs> something going on okay what, what, what do you have next okay so migraines you were complaining about potentially having one i do i have one today yeah so drinking three cups of coffee a day may trigger migraines a new study in the american journal of medicine examines the potential impact of caffeine and migraines um a group of harvard researchers published a new study in the american journal of medicine this past thursday examining the potential impact of caffeinated beverages so they ran these tests and you know there were findings that came back that said that if you have three or more cups of coffee, it could influence characteristics of a migraine. Uh, Something about it constricting the blood veins. and Well, I think that there, coffee has gone through a lot the past couple of years. It's like, yeah. how much of it causes cancer? How much of it is good for you? How hot does it have to be to cause cancer? What if it's lukewarm? How much cancer will it give me then? Now it's giving yeah. us migraines. I feel so bad for poor coffee, which is delicious. And I do want to add a quick note before we go. According to NBC News, participants of this study who drank three or more caffeinated beverages were 1.4 times more likely to suffer from a migraine that day, while while those who consumed five or more servings had a 2.61 times higher odds. Okay. Well, I need to get a cup of coffee, so we're going to take a break. <laughs> and when we get back, we're going to talk to the son of one of the Modesto Straight Pride organizers, Matthew Mason. His uh, Her out gay son will be on with us. And we're going to talk about just what the hell is going on with these weirdos who are trying to make a straight pride parade in Modesto of all places. So stick around. We're going to get to that when we get back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. So on the phone right now, we have, you know, I I remember reading about the first gay pride or a straight pride movement that was Mm -hmm. happening in Boston. And then apparently there was another one or a couple other people that popped up in in Modesto saying, hey, we want one as well. And uh, when I first heard about straight pride parades, I was like, oh, well, you know, hey, maybe there's this isn't centered around. Oh, wait, it is centered around hate. Anyway, we are now on the phone with Matthew Mason, who is the son, the gay out and gay son of one of the organizers for the straight pride event in Modesto. Matthew, how are you doing? Thanks for coming on the show. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Now, how is your relationship with your mother? Has it always been not great or has it gotten worse because of what she's doing now? Uh, Give us a little bit of background on the two of you and how this all unfolded. So Melinda and I have not really spoken since uh, 2016. Um, Maybe once or twice a year, she'll uh, send me a text saying, you're in my thoughts and prayers. Oh, the old um, thoughts and prayers. Jeez, right. <laughs> and 
every so often I'll like I'll respond to the text and say something to the effect of, "Well, let me know when your actions are in alignment with your thoughts and prayers." So we really don't speak, um, and we haven't since 2016. Uh, from about 2009 to 2016, we had a a tenuous relationship because that was after I came out in 2019 or 2019. And, uh, that's what really put a, put a strain on our relationship growing up. It was, it was pretty good as long as I was towing her party line and touting the Republican anti LGBT pro Christian talking points that she wanted me to. Wow. So you I didn't realize that you came out this year. I thought that No, two thousand nine. I came oh, out. Oh, okay. Uh, I was like about Whoa. ten years ago. I see. Okay. And she's always been anti LGBT and when did so now sh- how have you how has it been for you hearing that your mother is spearheading this straight pride parade in the city where you live? You know, um I've had twenty eight years to get to get used to uh, her tactics and her um, her ideology. Uh, it's just one more frustration, really, that she can't ha- she can have her opinions, but she feels the need to beat other people over the head with them. Yeah, I think that that's the problem that we run into is like every people can have their different beliefs, mm-hmm. but it's when you try to shove yours down someone else's throat that it becomes a problem. Right. Exactly. I have right. to ask: Do you have any siblings, or are you an only child? Uh, I have two adopted siblings. Okay, so how ha, how has this impacted, if at all, uh, you, your relationship with them or their relationship with mom? Um, you know, I really can't speak to um, I really can't speak to uh, their um, their thoughts about this. Um, but as you can imagine, this sort of uh, dogmatic um, adherence to one's own opinion um, is damaging to any sort of relationship. Right, right. So now are you going to, because I just read this morning that the other guy that she's doing this with, this Bay Area chiropractor, Don Grundman, they are both doing this together and he just got laughed at openly in one of the city council meetings because he said, we are a very peaceful racist group and everyone burst out in laughter. Wait, they're racist too? I don't know if he meant to say that. Do you know anything about that? Have you been going to these city council meetings or are you planning to? Yeah, I was at the city council meeting. Um, I spoke there as well. Uh, Let me just tell you that entire meeting was some of the best theater I have ever experienced. (laughs) Because it was real life. But was he really saying, was he really calling themselves a racist group or was that just kind of a Freudian slip or what? what, what? It was, it was a textbook Freudian slip. Um, See, here's what happens when you speak off the cuff and go off script is your, your, that first voice that happens in the head is the one that gets, Mm -hmm. that gets the speaking time. So um, he didn't, I don't think he really knew what he was going to say. He just got up there, um, immediately started attacking one of the council members, uh, got heated, let his emotions get the better of him, and, you know, the truth will out. (laughs) So what do you think is going to be the outcome of this? How is it looking? Are they going to allow this thing to happen? Because it's supposed to happen on the 24th of August. Correct. Uh, actually, today we should be finding out a decision from them later on. Um, 
I, I I would like for them to cancel the event. I have a feeling that the mayor and the city council are afraid of doing something like that. So um, hopefully, you know, I have I cannot say what they are going to do because they're being very tight-lipped about it, but it seems like the political wind is blowing towards them allowing the event mm-hmm. to go forward. Wow. Well, I but mean... at the same time... If they do that, we are going to be advocating that they um, that no taxpayer dollars be spent on this event because it is it is rapidly religious. Oh Lord, yeah, I'd rather it go. Yeah, to that's class. a good loop, loophole. Yeah, that's a good one. Damn. Yeah. Does this seem to have any backing? Like, how does public support look in Modesto for this? Uh, well, public support is overwhelmingly. Um, opposed to uh, to the straight pride event. Um, one of our biggest employers, Gallo Winery, put out a condemnation of the event and expressed uh, their support for inclusion and diversity in their community. And they really don't make statements about this sort of thing very, um, very frequently. Well, we obviously, I think it's pretty clear where we stand on this. Uh, I'm just of the mindset that I don't think straight people know how to throw parades. I mean, that is a gay, (laughs) gays know how to throw a good parade. And I just imagine even if this takes place, that it would be poorly attended. Um, Well, you know, just last, just last month on the 4th of July, I went to a parade and no, Pretty much a straight pride parade. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's Fourth of July is your straight pride parade. Yep. Matthew, thank you very much for joining us and keep us updated. We love to talk to you again. Will do. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, we are almost out of time here on Drop the Subject, so we must get to Unfinished Business, which includes the nominees this week for Gayest News Headline of the Week, followed by capping it all off with some happy endings. It's been quite a bummer of a week, so it's time for us to turn things around a little bit, see the silver lining in all this, and let you take away something positive into your weekend. So... But before we do that, let's get into the gayest news headlines. These are your four nominees. Now, I'm going to put these up on Instagram story. I believe on Sunday I will do this. And uh, that's at DTS show on Instagram. I will put all four options where you can vote. You can decide what is the gayest news headline of the week. I even think that at the end of the year, we will do a year roundup and find out what the gayest news headline of the entire year is. So if you're keeping track at home, uh, we will. you can submit what your favorite one has been and we can do the voting for that okay headline number one training camp observation receiver is wide open for patriots (laughs) headline number two meet the man rescuing battle weary cats from Syria headline number three Water bears from crashed Israeli craft believed living on moon. This isn't the right headline, Dick. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's the probe one. There's no probe. There's a probe involved, Justin! Israeli probe believed living on moon. I'm sorry. All right, and then headline number four. Trump commutes fraud sentence of kosher meat packer. (laughs) Okay. 
So those are your four options. We will put those on Instagram story. And now it is time for our happy endings. Oh my God, you're killing me! Because the world is a bit of a sad place sometimes, so it's our opportunity to take something that was a little bit of a bummer town and turn it around into something positive. Ginger Justin, do you want to start? What is your happy ending? My happy ending is that, uh, yeah, your mother-in-law may be trying to kill you, but at least that's less time looking at photo albums. That's very true. Thank you, Ginger Justin. That's very true. What about you, Char? Mine is, although your penis might be turning to stone, 63-year-old man who fell on your bum and had to go to the hospital. For your knee, and then realize that your penis is turning to stone. The bright side is that you you likely will not need a cane anymore. That's true. Get around. That is a great, great point, Char. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, there's definitely a silver lining in that. I think there are some women that are into that kind of thing. Okay, my happy ending is that, yes, drinking three cups of coffee a day might give you horrible migraines and it might make your life worse. But on the flip side, if you're looking for excuses not to have sex with your boring partner, you won't be lying anymore when you say that you have a headache. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> So you know what? That's that's the show. That's that's what we do. Is we take things that might be a little sad, flip them around, make them happy, and with that, or at least we wish try you, to, or at least try to. Sometimes yeah. we don't succeed. Uh, look for those gay news headlines on, nominees on DTS show on Instagram, and you can vote. We will announce the winner on Monday. Jarrett Hill will be back from Florida on Monday as well. So we will see you then for another live show. Thank you, Shar, for stopping by. Thank you for having me, Allie. Absolutely, anytime. We will see you Monday. Monday for live shows. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.